What's up guys, Muscle Nomads is back with the Aaron Burke and yours truly, Vigorous Steve. Fresh back from the States. That's right, thanks for- A little for... bit disappointed you're not fat. <laughs> I tried my best to stay in shape, dude. My wife told me not to uh, get morbidly obese, which I adhered to in the first two weeks. And then uh, the second week we were at uh, Las Vegas, uh, so of course obesity rates already went up. Yeah. And then I went to uh, Orlando for uh, Mr. Olympia. And then Disneyland after that. Uh, yeah, so then obesity was certainly in effect. But I didn't get, get as fat no. as I expected, yeah. No, yeah, and not, thanks, not really obesity. And thanks for holding on to all of my gains. I'll have them back now. Yeah, well, it's at the <laughs> IV tomorrow. Yeah, all right, yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised. Like, when you came back, I was expecting, like, you know, chubs to Steve to come back. Maybe yeah. a couple of extra chins or something. Just something, you know, looking at in and out man. I went to Burger, In-N-Out, the real it's, it, dude, it's mad disappointing. Really? In-N-Out is so disappointing. Everyone talks. Yeah, I don't know what they're on about. The game, no? Dude, but I had like the best hamburger in my life, uh, the top three hamburger of my life with Chase Irons, which wow. I still can't remember the name of the restaurant, but it's uh, somewhere in uh, Chicago. And uh, that was like a proper, like life-changing hamburger. Oh. Yeah. So well, after that. find out what that is. Yeah, well, I'll probably, I'll ask Chase to uh, put it down somewhere. So yeah, it's... um. Yeah, it was a good holiday nonetheless. Chicago, but Chicago, huh? Yeah. Did you try deep dish pizza? No, I didn't have time. I was only there for one day. Yeah, one day only. So who's bigger, me or Chase? And you are. <laughs> Screw you, Chase. But Ch Chase has been doing it a lot longer. And so. I did it on a budget Chase cycle as well. <laughs> Stop wasting your money on all of that stuff, Chase. No, no, no. <laughs> Chase okay, is uh, the muscle maturity and the density and the volume. He's there. He looks good. Yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. it's a lot different. It was funny seeing him on stage at, um, at Swiss. Yeah. It's just like this big unit on the, up there with everyone else. Yeah. Might, Especially next looks, to the rest of us. Yeah, he looked pretty large and in charge. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, but it was an epic trip, though, by the looks of things. Yeah, we had a lot of fun. Yeah. A lot of fun. Yeah. Next time I'll go shorter, though. One month in, in the U.S. is, I know, my blood work is wrecked. I already recorded a video about that, but I will drop it a couple of days when it's uh, when it's ready. Blood work wrecked. Bank account wrecked. Yeah. Yeah, I spent 26K. Shh. Don't say it. Don't say it. I don't want to hear it. It makes me a little last bit year I spent, inside. Last year I spent 16K and I spent 26K. That's in total, right? With the shopping and the traveling yeah. and and the, you know, taking care of my wife and stuff. So it's it's less than last year because last year I spent $1,000 per day and I spent about 850 So I did more of it on a budget. <laughs> a budget. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but I, I thank you for this though. I yeah, my my, pleasure. my first ever legit real powerhouse tank yeah can call myself a real bodybuilder now. there you go there you yeah. go i so, just need to get some like uh parachute pants and I'm yeah and, and a fanny pack yeah and yeah of course. Yeah, yeah we can get those in thailand though yeah yeah yeah, yeah so uh scott mcnally took me to the original powerhouse gym in the detroit uh, very interesting very a lot of fun what does his armory look like that's what i'm interested oh yeah what so scott's <laughs> war room so what like? a lot of people don't know it's like he has his little studio yeah. down in the basement right next to his home gym and then in the corner of the home studio, there's a safe yeah. full with artillery. Is it like the <laughs> full the Matrix armory room? <laughs> yeah, no, almost. almost. Well, like Men but in the, Black, where you press a button the, and all the bookcases yeah. turn around and yeah. there's guns everywhere. But the guns are cooler, way cooler. So he has this golden desert eagle. Oh, what? Yeah. I don't so, think he's ever shown it on no, camera. No, I've never seen that one. But that thing is so heavy and the bullets are like $3 a piece. So I told them, said only double taps and only the people that you really hate. <laughs> That's a special person. Yeah, exactly. So, life so yeah, so you got to engrave those bullets because they're so expensive. <laughs> no, but he's got some very cool guns, man. I can't remember for the life of me what those guns are called, but um, they're they're very very good. Yeah, very Dude cool. Those guns. He is the real life, uh, the real life John Wick. Yeah, really, for sure. He's that guy. For sure, for sure. Yeah, and he loves dogs as well. So. That was cool. I, I was watching the show where um, when they were asking uh, what it was the uh, the Incrolex talk. Yeah. Oh, if only Steve was here. If only Steve was here. <laughs> Let me just see if we can get him on the phone. <laughs> Ta -da. I was waiting around the corner for like 30 minutes on my phone <laughs> waiting to make the surprise entrance. That was cool. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. It was a, that was a good show. So if anyone wants an update on the whole Incrolex side of things, then that, go and watch that one as well. Yeah. It's a good episode. You're, you're off the Incrolex? Off now. I've got a little bit left. I might throw that back in the next little mm. run, the next little cycle. But uh, yeah, I had a good little run with it. I had my fun with it. Yeah. 
new experiments, new things to do, new things to test out. It looks out. like the Incrolex and the new protocols put some uh, more size on you. I feel even smaller than last time. I said next to you. It worked. The experiments <laughs> are working. There's more uh, experiments to do, mm-hmm. which, again, most people will say you're crazy. Just stick with it. This works. Why, why change it? Well, why not it's experiment? It's yeah. fun, yeah. And um gives me more videos that I will eventually make and post. It's about time. <laughs> I'm so bad at it. I'm shit at YouTube. I know. We're the opposites. Me too. The to- no, you're on the ball. That's stuff. I'm terrible. But I promise I will do some updates on these cycles and experiments and stuff that I've been running. But all in all, very, very good. I think I was, what was I? I started this last little run um, at 123, finished at 136. So hit the 300 pound mark finally that's one 136 is 300 pounds it was i was like 136.8 or something like that so right. i think i just scraped it all right let me see yeah keep talking i'll convert but, uh, yeah so that I, I i hit that held it for a couple of days and then uh and then it's yeah, 299.8 pounds Mother. we gotta we gotta <laughs> we gotta go to cheesecake factory put, put the point eight in point eight yeah Oh, it's, it's 301.6 pounds. Nice work, dude. Nice work. Thank you. Cheers, cheers. <laughs> and I had a, a reasonably decent composition in intact as well. I didn't really pick up too much fluff, which was nice. Mm-hmm. Um, the usual sort of, you know, everything comes with 10 pounds of water no matter what you do. So right. that's pretty typical. But yeah, overall really good. So I'm uh, back to the world of natties now for the last five days. Five days <laughs> natty. Five days natty. I'm not feeling it just yet, so I'm not going <laughs> to... you got to stop this bullshit, dude. You're not natty. Six, Hashtag natty, bro. Six, six weeks, it takes. You were on Nandrolone, right? I was on Nandrolone, yeah. The base of, was Nandrolone. And yeah, so then... it takes months to metabolize. <laughs> and then... Uh, the fuck up, dude. And then, um, yeah, the last few days, just threw in a little bit of test for a little bit of bump, try and All push right, the right. weight up a little bit more. Okay. It didn't move, so it just came off. So the mm. cycle was supposed to be six weeks. Mm-hmm. Stopped at four and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just saw the sort of plateaus kicking in there. So you get the, you get you got the three hundred pounds. You're like, ah, that's it. I'm throwing the towel. I'm too heavy now. <laughs> no, I got to three hundred yeah, pounds. I can start competing. I got to die down. It's two and a half weeks. I hit three hundred. Okay. It only took me two and a half weeks um, to to put on thirteen and a bit kilograms. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I yeah, it was good. It went really well. I just pushed food about as hard as I've pushed food before. Six six thousand calories, just, just over six thousand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we tried a little bit extra as well on top there, but um, yeah, it was enough to get the job done. That's for sure. Um, but yeah, nothing too complicated. All went well. Training was good. Slightly different approach to my training as far as rep ranges, mm-hmm. but the principles and the foundations are all essentially there. It was just right. basically cramming my warm up sets and my feeler sets with a working set. So everything was. Starting with a set of 20 reps, mm-hmm. followed up with a set of the normal six to eight, something like right. that. Okay. So instead of doing some warm-up sets and then feeler sets, then a top set, just crammed mm-hmm. all that into one set of 20 and then still take that all the way up to within a rep. Did you failure. did you do the same weight as you would normally do like eight to 12 reps? For the second set. All right. Yeah, okay. I got stronger, progressively stronger on all of them as well across okay. that time. So mm-hmm. yeah, it worked out really well. And we managed volume, pushed the volume up as well mm-hmm. from two weeks in. A little bit of a volume bump there as well. Just one or two sets per workout mm-hmm. just to sort of test the limits there. Could still recover, still good. Continued right. to grow up until about four and a half weeks. Then weight stopped moving. Lifts stopped progressing as aggressively. The appetite took a hit. I suck at eating. I really suck at eating. So for me, these little yeah. short cycles work very, very well because I only have to concentrate on eating like really, you know, concentrated eating for mm-hmm. a short period of time, and then things start to plateau. Two weeks off now, mm-hmm. resensitize and all that, drop a bit of fluff back in and try and hit 140. That's the plan. 140. Yeah, so that's four kilos more, right? Well, from the top end of last From the time. top end, but that's reasonable. But I my think top end. I think that's a good goal. So that's Well, a- I mean, just, I mean, the off season before this short cycle, before I went natty for mm-hmm. five weeks, um, before that, my highest weight was 131. I woke mm-hmm. up this morning after two or three days now of basically not eating much and doing a shitload of cardio just to kind of get this cut running fast, mm-hmm. just nice aggressive start. Yeah. And I'm waking up fasted, walking around at 132, yeah. already way tighter than my previous high of 131. 
So, you, you know, gains have been made you know, for sure. That's for sure. Yeah. yeah. You know what my weight is? No. <laughs> Don't say it's like below 90 or something. Otherwise no, it's I'm 92. Leaving. It's 92. <laughs> <laughs> I think at one point it was like 19 and a half. No, that was before I went to Bali. That was this really is the cute. biggest gap we've ever had then. Yeah. 40 for kilos. Sure. Yeah. Remember 40 kilograms. Remember we used, to be the same weight and, we used to be the same weight at 120. No. Yeah. When we first linked up. Yeah. And then after I did one solid off-season yeah. with you, <laughs> and then we were about the same weight for. And getting old, man, I got to get my wife pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm too fat to try and do that. So yeah, yeah. too fat for sex. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say I need to improve my cardio a little bit. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> short cycles and short time frames on everything else as well. That's a good thing I'm, about I'm being 30 lean. seconds and done. Yeah. In and out, gorilla style. That's a good thing about being lean. You have yeah, a yeah. limited got, mounting capacity. Yeah. 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 But <laughs> less capacity. But a lot less, uh, you know, pelvic thrust, unfortunately. So there's less of the, like, head uh, headboard bonking, because I just don't have the, the hip mobility. Or I have the hip mobility, but not the hip mass. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah, so. yeah breaking beds. Yeah. <laughs> I think when you, sit, when you sit on it, we already, already switched yeah. to the spare room. We, we broke one. Oh no! Yes, the weight <laughs> starts kicking in. You know that the indent yeah. on the sofa starts mm -hmm. to get a bit larger. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to get a new desk chair for sure. Mm -hmm. But uh, it's fun. And do you know what though? I feel good. I wasn't expecting like when I hit 300. Mm -hmm. I was expecting, you know, it's like a mental thing in it. You trick yourself into it. You're like, oh my god, I'm 300. I feel so fat and slow, and I can't breathe. I felt absolutely fine. No, you're still doing boxing lessons and stuff. Yeah, exactly right. So, so I try to keep them to a minimum. And during the cycle, when I'm the the goal is grow. Mm -hmm. So my cardio is like a few times a week just to keep on top of it, but not overkill. Right. Whereas now it's like daily, daily boxing classes and stuff. Mm -hmm. And yeah, like I mean, I'm two ninety right now. Mm -hmm. One thirty two. It's about two. Yeah, something like that. And um, whip it up on a calculator. You know, and I'm and I'm getting through hour and a half boxing classes. Like I'm having to take a, a yeah, few one, extra rest breaks to get my breath back. One ninety one. One ninety one. There yeah. you go. But I mean, I'm pretty happy with how my cardio's held up and how I look. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you want to know how I look, go on my Instagram and look at the stories. Link down below. Yeah, it looks all right. It looks pretty freaking good for two ninety. I can see my abs. They're not cut in deep, but they're very much there. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, so I think two weeks of going hard like this on the activity, yeah, I mean, it's not too bad. You gotta, don't forget to stretch it out. Yeah. No, it's not too bad. It's, it's like, not too it's like bad. It's like this, this. This is, is the, like, especially that lower, yeah. that lower, that love handle. Mm -hmm. That's is, usually where you store it. Oh, big time. Yeah. For me. Yeah, my ass. I gain well. a little bit on the US. My I'm ass gets like, a little flabby. I get from this to about this and now to this again. So I'm always back to. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. You gotta stay shredded for the gram, dude. Dude. That's how you make sales. Nobody wants to listen to you if you're Shredded like morbid, all year round. morbidly obese. Shredded all year round. You're going to start taking psalms, grow, <laughs> grow a broccoli haircut. I could, I could, yeah, I could. Get earrings. Man, the broccoli haircuts in the US. You stop wearing Crocs. <laughs> Don't hate on Crocs, man. Dude, Crocs, natural <laughs> testosterone killer. <laughs> They're the PCVs and the, yeah. <laughs> the fucking plastics in there for sure. <laughs> so how's it going with the gains further? Like, uh, like, so you're you're two weeks off. Yeah, two weeks off, and then mm -hmm. I'll go back in another in four to six weeks will be the target as for these short cycles. They suit me. They work really well for me. So I'll keep rinsing and repeating. But each so time I bait? go in, I'll try something different. You know. So this time was an Angelone base for mm -hmm. a, a little splash of test at the, the last few days, just mm -hmm. to just so you can. Feel the difference. Like it's nice to remind yourself of cognitively the difference between Nandrolone and Test. Mm -hmm. Nandrolone, I'm like Lake Placid. I'm like super, like very, very stoic, very calm, very mm -hmm. emotionless, which is fine because I just have to focus on this one goal and it's not a big deal. Mm -hmm. um, but then you put a little bit of test in and yeah, very, very quick, like from the, as soon as you put it in, mm -hmm. a couple hours later, you're like, yeah, I feel a bit different. I feel a little bit more happier, a bit more lively, a bit more aggressive in the gym, a little mm -hmm. hornier. So it's yeah, definitely it, makes you, it's definitely a feel factor difference. Yeah. For so sure. that's the same thing I noticed when I did Nandrolone only. Like yeah. I did it for a couple of weeks. And then as soon as you switch back to test, you feel that positive aggression, the libido boost, just the overall sense of well-being. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. I mean, Nandrolone gets the job done. So it um, does. But of course, how many hours are you in the gym per day? You know? 
I mean, I got a fuckload of business shit to do, so that's why I like test. Um, so you're going to switch back to test now? I think the next time, the next cycle, yeah, we'll do a different combination. Mm. So I've ticked the Nandrolone base box. I've ticked that off. I've seen what it looks like from a um, just Nandrolone only and how that affects, how it can be used, for instance, if I wanted to use it for TRT. Mm. It's fine. My test levels were absolutely fine. Estradiol was perfectly well, in range so we discussed this off camera you did you did your blood work right and then yeah. the problem is the blood work ranges in thailand they're not very accurate and they only go up to like 3450 nanograms per decimeter yeah. so, so we don't know what your actual concentration is three days later yeah so the first one everything was a bit more elevated estradiol was in the 80s mm -hmm. it still felt great but that was with the hcgm yeah and i took the hcg out and then went four days later for bloods yeah and my estradiol was middle of the reference range mm -hmm. but yeah the testosterone levels, they cap off at like 3,450 3, yeah, or something. So, so yeah. I could be 6,000, could be 9,000, I, I don't know. But if you're not injecting any testosterone, what is this testosterone then that is on your blood work? It's actually nandrolone. Right? So, what do you mean? So you, you check your total testosterone levels, right? But you yeah. haven't injected any testosterone for months mm. right? or for weeks. And the ATG is never able to bring it up that high. Yeah. So the total testosterone that's super elevated is not testosterone, it's nandrolone. Mm, so yeah, there's yeah, cross, yeah. cross detection of nandrolone in your testosterone and cross mm. detection of the nandrolone in your progesterone markers. Yeah. So it is a bit why it's problematic to do blood work like that here in Thailand because mm. we don't have liquid chromatography tandem mass spectrometry testing, only conventional uh, chemiluminescence. And that's, um, so your your levels might be high, but it what is it? Is it nandrolone? Is it test? Is it something else no yeah so, you can't really tell for sure on that side of things but no. what you can like you take from how you're feeling how you respond of course you know, yeah. and all of this and of it's course. like yeah it gets the job done mm -hmm. do you know what I mean? it gets the job done right um but exactly what was what and where it was yeah so it's a bit up in the air same with the dosages as well using different underground labs and things like mm -hmm. that it's very very difficult to pinpoint uh the because we can't really test here every batch that you get so you have to kind of a little bit of guesswork on how accurately dosed some mm. of the some of the supply is, and I mean it was getting the job done. But it would have been really nice to see a, in a very exact amount of testosterone, and then go, go by the sort of times eight times ten rules, and then be able to adjust the dose maybe to be, get it just accurate. But mm. uh, you do the best you can with what you've got, and uh, you know it got the job done. Mm. Felt good, made some good gains. But yeah, next time in, I'll probably do a back to a testosterone base. Pharma test. And yeah, kind of, I might do this next one on a prop. I might stick with a prop. I, I wouldn't use the pharma probe here. Huh? <laughs> I wouldn't use the pharma probe. No, here. I won't use pharma probe. I managed to get hold of, uh, and back when I was in China, mm -hmm. when we were working together, that's all mm -hmm. I ever used. And it seemed to work pretty well. So right. I'll, I'll, I'll go with that for now and just, you know, we'll see how it goes. All right. Um, cool. You know, I can always switch out and go with the Bayer and the Theta if necessary, right? Yeah. It's always there. It's always on the shelf. All the Rotex is always there. Exactly. So when in doubt, mm -hmm. get the farmer grade out. That's uh, what I would do. Yeah. <laughs> so again, experimental stuff, right? It's a bit of fun. But I will start with a testosterone base. And I'm I'm kind of toying with the ideas of what to put on top of it. Like it's insulin, only a foot. If I'm insulin growth hormone Incrolex? I might do the Incrolex again. Yeah, because I've got a little bit left, and that will probably get me through this next four week push. Mm -hmm. So, with only four weeks to worry about, I can pretty much use anything because nothing's going to be in there long enough to do damage mm -hmm. unless I abuse the shit out of dosages. But yeah. even then, I would have to be extremely abusive to get any real damage done in four weeks. So I'm like, hmm, yeah, I've got toys I'm, to play with. So I'm, I'm thinking testing trend. I'm thinking testing some freaking uh, some maybe some orals in there as well. Mm -hmm. Oh. Test an Anadrol. I, I, I did throw a little bit It'll of D1 for one for one two days easy. <laughs> Test an Anadrol. Yeah. I mean, I could literally do any oh, of I these things at reasonable dosages because uh -huh. my time of exposure is so short. Uh -huh. I'm not going to do any damage. No, of course, the Anadrol will kill your appetite. But I think if you take it before bed, it will help. That, and it's only four. I've only got to really suck it up and eat food for four weeks. Mm. I still got some Pharma Anadrol uh, allegedly downstairs in my steroid drawer. So. Alleg allegedly Pharma Grade <laughs> Anadrol. In, in the secret stash drawer. I got pharma grade. I just stock it up, you know? It's like, oh, there's, it's almost close to the expiration date. You get a discount. Sure, why not? It will still be good. You just can't sell it anymore. Well, maybe I'll steal that from you then. Still like, a shot. Like for like 20 bucks for a bottle. 
<laughs> what are you going to say? No, come well, on. 20 bucks for Pharmanadrol? A bunch of tests. Yeah. So Pharmagrade Anadrol, a bit of slim just to carry the food. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll be full as a house, that's for sure. Plus, you got to take all the steroids in. I'm not taking currently. That was the deal we made. I thought you said you wanted all your gains back. <laughs> yeah, until until my wife's pregnant. But until that time, <laughs> so then, you have to so take then. all the steroids. I don't Before take. they go out of date. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly, yeah. Oh, waste not want. Yeah, it? exactly. All right. Yeah. <laughs> go, go, go home. <laughs> up the dose. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, I mean, experiments-wise and uh, and what to do with the next cycles... Yeah, I'll have a little think about it and see mm-hmm. what to play with you. But yeah, test and draw be a good option. The world is my oyster because I have such a small window of time to mm-hmm. do it. I can literally do whatever I want and I'll be fine. Yeah, I'm sure, especially if you keep doing your blood work before and after for yeah. the data. And doing, I've been doing it multiple weeks during these little cycles as well. All oh, right, yeah. I just one thing I do want to always look at whenever I add something in is just the initial um, the hormone panel, right? right. Just see if anything does go. For, you know, through the roof or right. anything that needs management. Um, so, you know, and it costs 30 bucks to go and do that. So, you know, and, and a $5 taxi or whatever. So yeah. just go and do it, test it, double check. Okay, yeah. move on. And then you got that confidence. You can tick the boxes, no guesswork. And, uh, you know, and then all the other normal health blood markers and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'll do it once every, at the end of every cycle, the end of every two cycles, because I'm always good. Yeah, or in the, in the meantime, you know. You know, so. So basically, you go every month. Yeah, easy. Yeah, now you're my club. You go every month, whether you're on cycle or not. <laughs> yeah, well, if I mean, I mean, it's, it's good to see it, and and, mm. and then I know as well. I can green light all of these experiments and compounds. Like I know, four weeks using this, that, and the other, mm-hmm. I'm absolutely fine. Green light. You know, if something spikes, something nasty, right. then I can say, well, I probably shouldn't use that in the future. But yeah, I mean, so far, I mean, we've used pretty much everything in the playbook at this point. You know. And, uh, yeah. And I've never read. Even Increlex. Everything. Even <laughs> even the saucy sauce. And I've still never had a even un- bad blood work panel. Un- unobtainium. Well, we had a one or two bad ones, but one time you had a hemorrhoids, remember? Yeah, hemorrhoids. Yeah, <laughs> why is the D-dimer so high? Oh, shit, are you going to die? Oh, yeah, hemorrhoids. Oh, yeah, hemorrhoids. Yeah, yeah, shit. Well, so that's not the worst thing. You just yeah. a little bit more veggies. Yeah, I've never, I haven't had them since. No. Since uh, more veg. Um, more peach. Uh, more veg. Fermented vegetables mm-hmm. and uh, a little splash of kefir every now and then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just sort of, uh, just, you know, I don't want to get the, the trigger word gut health protocols because everyone uses them now. But yeah, it's it, it really does work Dude, if you gut, just keep on top your, of that shit. Your gut microbiome regulates all of your neurotransmitters. So, I mean, I mean it's, it's the least you can do to focus underrated. on your fucking gut microbiome. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't want to start, you know, doing Yeah, well, well, let them talk, man. Who the fuck cares? Yeah. They're all small and skinny anyway, these people. So why would, why would you listen to them? show me the muscle and then you know yeah good point yeah if you can still pull a vacuum at 300 pounds which you can yeah then you know but those guys can't because they never reached it i mean i could pull a vacuum at 260 pounds and i care about gut health so maybe there's something to say for it fucktards you know what he said yeah Yeah. (laughs) i take it back fuck you guys gut health for the win yeah pull vacuums at 300 pounds exactly yeah yeah it works right and i feel good and uh it's, it's, all, it's all going well. But uh, yeah, so I don't know. I guess while we're on the subject of drugs as well, yeah. as usual. Well, that's what this so channel is all about. <laughs> I've been toying with the fighting community here now for a, for a couple of weeks. Uh-huh. Uh, I went to a jiu-jitsu tournament today, see mm. a couple of friends fighting. And a few people came over and said, oh, I've seen your stuff, seen you and Steve on YouTube, blah, blah, no, blah. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> and, and obviously the, the questions yeah. come out like, so uh, I wanted to ask you something. Yeah. So let's bef- what would you take before a, a jiu-jitsu tournament? What would mm. you take before, you know, a fight? And I thought, that's a good little topic. Yeah. You know, things, I mean, to be honest, you could just go and watch your wider well, approved. I'm going to, yeah, have the endurance. You saw wider approved stacks. I have the endurance deep dive video series. But yeah. I mean, since it's pretty much come to a conclusion now, I'm going to uh, design individual stacks for particular mm. sports. Yeah. So that's, uh, you know, contact sports like MMA, Jiu-Jitsu, I mean, Krav Maga, it all kind of falls into the same thing. So yeah, we're talking same sort for... of time frames of a fight, right? So yeah. you, you talk, let's just throw it into a, you've got 20, 25 minutes mm-hmm. of kill or be killed combat, whether yeah. it's jujitsu or boxing or whatever it is, what are you taking on the day? On the day? Yeah. Uh, something to boost your stamina. Uh, so that could be something like Muldronate. 
right? So that, that reduces the amount of energy requirement for uh, the energy that you need to produce in your body in the form of ATP. And then hypoxin, which reduces the oxygen requirement. So now you're purely uh, burning glucose and uh, preserving some of the oxygen that you're taking in. And then, of course, if you increase your oxygen delivery through the use of uh, something erythropoietic like testosterone or EPO or something along those lines, then the production of energy is sustained for how many minutes the round lasts. So this is something I would look into. So basically low-dose cookie cutter HRT, right? Testosterone, DHA, bring alone. Maybe slow the, low-dose growth hormone post-workout before bed. Um, because again, when you keep your body weight levels down when you're performing these sports. And then uh, things that I discussed in the uh, you know deep dives regarding uh, endurance, mildronate, hypoxin, uh, bemetil, uh, let's see, uh, methylene blue, right? Combine all of that together. And most of these aren't even on the drug list, uh, drug list of WADA. So plenty of alternatives to uh, to look into. Uh, but of course, if you start explaining this to MMA fighters. They're like, what did you just say? What? what? So I, I was like, <laughs> slam a handful of ubiquinol, take a bunch of cardarine, a handful of superdrol, knock it back, have a good pre-workout, and yeah. go kick some ass. Superdrol, I would forego, but halotestin one or two days leading into the fight, yeah. yeah. That's not enough to kind of have a stamina reduction, not enough to get your body weight levels up to the point you don't make the weight class anymore because there's nice like bit. 400 weight classes in MMA. Yeah, there's a nice bit of added aggression. Yeah, but two days is more than enough to, to, or, you know, intramuscular uh, testosterone suspension, but that can also ruin your mobility. And especially if you're I think for most of these fighters, they're looking for something they can quickly knock back, right? Okay, so uh, endurance long, boosters, long, I'm like. Long story short, halo testing, cardarine, <laughs> mildronate, and the ubiquinol, and shut the fuck up. Basically, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is what I, that's, that's pretty much what I was yeah. talking about today. And I was like, but if you really want to get accurate with this stuff, and especially from a nutritional point of view as well, which is going to make a massive difference. Mm. Start testing your blood sugar, you know, yeah. after meals, hour, two, three hours after meals, and get really, really accurate with the kinds of foods you're putting in your body. So you've got a really good, nice, steady release of energy. That's going to do more than most things. What, what, and then on top of that, slam basically what we just said. What, what all these fighters have in common is under eating. Yeah. Under eating and over saunoing. Yeah. Right? Because they want to make weight and because they under eat their electrolyte balance is all fucked up and yeah. they don't have so much energy. Dehydrated, right? They're constantly uh, training on the mat, especially here in Thailand. It's super, super hot. Yeah. So, um, and their immune system might be slightly compromised because their cortisol levels are so high. And then fighting on a mat with, uh, you know, all kinds of diseases, all kinds. Uh, yeah. It makes them, you know, puts them out of commission for a while, you know, staph infections or, or just common colds and, so yeah, these guys got to be super careful because they ask so much of their body, but don't worry, there will be videos about those topics at one point or another after I finish the optimized uh, entrepreneur deep dive, not endurance, entrepreneur deep dive. Got to finish that first so I get all of these nootropics and neurotransmitters <laughs> out of my brain. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it's, um, I mean, it's good to see uh, that, that you're getting involved with that field because I mean, you're not only a bodybuilder, but also a boxer, right? And I'm just that guy at like the, in the crowd at fight night. So they're like, that's the guy, go and ask him what to take. I'm like, oh, okay. Take this. It's, it's not bad the, to I'm be the, the known, drug guy. Oh, and it's not bad to be known as the go-to guy. I should wear a shirt that just it's says, like, come to me if you want to get busted in a drug test but a lot of these sports are not drug tested like jujitsu for instance at all levels is not drug tested you, so you, you can do whatever you want you, but these guys have no idea what to do no. i'm like oh my god you, you can do whatever you want let's, let's talk yeah <laughs> let's talk because you're about to murder people yeah you know and uh i just think yeah a little bit of nutritional input i was, I was fighting with a guy the other day doing a bit of sparring mm. and he was gassing hard uh, sparring with you yeah <laughs> I mean, fuck, yeah, you're 300 pounds. So you I just lay on people. And, yeah, uh, so sit that, on them. Yeah, I get yeah. my ass tap kicked out. most of the time. But I'm not going to tap out. Tap out, I'm going to sit in your so head. So most of these guys <laughs> kick my ass. I'm, I'm a little bit out of uh, out of practice, but it's fun. But yeah, uh, I mean, if I get on top of someone, I'm going to lay on you. Yeah. Basically, and then just <laughs> hammer, hammer you. But uh, it's fun. And then anyway, so he's, he's dying afterwards. Mm. And he's talking about food and trying to make weight and stuff like that. The guy's only got like a kilo to cut. I'm like, you're going to cut that overnight. Don't worry about yeah. it. Fuel it, fuel yourself. And I said, what are you eating before training? Like, why are you, why are you so out of it? And the guy's like completely dehydrated. Mm -hmm. Never salts nothing. Mm -hmm. uh, he's eating a bit of chicken and a little bit of this and a little bit of that two and a half hours before training. So his freaking blood sugar is already 
Yeah, yeah, bottomed out by the time these, then you've a, even got in the gym. Cortisol levels are high, allopurinol, yeah, right. allopurinol so, and blood urine, nitrogen, and yeah. ammonia, sweats. So I think what I'm going to yeah. do is just give these guys a little bit of a, just a little bit of an easy to read blueprint, like mm -hmm. pre-training or pre-fight. Think about these things. Mm -hmm. And it'll just, they'll, they'll just perform so much And then better. we get free bodyguards when... Uh, when we host seminars and shit. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Just have like an entourage yeah. of just killers. Yeah, yeah, a lot of short killers. <laughs> They're in a good mood until yeah, you tell fun. them to. They're a good crowd here. Yeah. They're a really cool, cool bunch of guys there mm -hmm. taking it easy on me because yeah, I gas pretty quick. Are you still gas pretty quick? I, I, thought, these I, guys, I thought these guys were gasping, uh, sparring with you. Well, if I get hold of them, mm -hmm. but I've got to catch them first. And I'll tell you what. <laughs> Slippery bastards. Yeah, when you, the, the fight game is... I remember 10 years ago doing this and mm. I remember feeling really good. I was probably high eighties, low 90 kilograms, mm -hmm. good fit, able to move, roll around round after round after round. I was, I did a jujitsu competition, some mm -hmm. inner club boxing right. felt great. It's a different game now. Yeah. You know, I'm what 40 kilograms more and yeah, I require a lot more oxygen and yeah. there's only so much oxygen you can breathe in a Thai boxing gym where the air is thick and it's hot and it's, <gasps> and you got a minute to recover. Like mm -hmm. I, it's just the total opposite of what we do. Mm -hmm. A set in the gym, high intensity set, what a minute, minute and a half at the most. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I three minutes plus to recover and then I'm back in. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. the opposite. I've got. Need some more drone aid. Three minute rounds here. <laughs> yeah. Big yeah. time. I got three minutes now to go hard nonstop. And then I've got a minute to recover mm -hmm. and then get punched in the face again. And it's just a, it's the total opposite. Don't so forget your essential amino acids, dude. Otherwise you go catabolic. <laughs> you need some uh, Gorilla Mind uh, EAs and, uh, you know, post-workout, intra-workout. 30% off right now. Yeah. Black Friday sales. There you go. But yeah, I'm uh, I'm dosed up to the eyeballs on, uh, I'll tell you what I do like pre-training though, is the mm. respawn. Yeah. Respawn is king, man. I know. I can stay focused. I can Especially concentrate. A little mm -hmm. bit of caffeine. Mm -hmm. Love it. Best neurotransmitter uh, balanced uh, formula out there. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the new smooth that should come in yeah. post soon as well. See what that feels like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's going to be good. It has acetyl, um, acetyl uh, carnitine in there, which yeah. I specifically requested because it helps with cognition. The good stuff. Neutropic uh, benefits as well. Yeah. More so than the titrate, right? Yeah, well, acetylcholine or acetyl carnitine kind of recombines in the brain, so you get some more, um, you know, absorption of triglycerides and fatty acids in the brain itself. Yeah. So L-carnitine, L-tartrate doesn't provide acetyl, right? So when you take acetyl carnitine, uh, carnitine kind of breaks down in the intestinal tract and it absorbs, and it's more likely to recombine in the brain. Um, and acetyl carnitine can also pass the blood-brain barrier. So this way you just have more fatty acid oxidation in the brain. And when you follow a ketogenic diet, very beneficial. Fat energy in the brain. Yeah. Fat brains. Fat, fat brains. brains for the win. Yeah. yeah. Also, dosage, same? 3,000 a couple times a day? Yeah, no, five, 500 milligrams more than that. Injectable? No, that's the oral verse. Acetylcarnitine, 500 milligrams. Like oh, a couple well, times a day. Oh, I'm talking tartrate. I'm talking tartrate. Yeah, okay, tartrate. Yeah, is, uh, that's for fat loss uh, of the body. Not fat oxidation in the brain. Not fat brains. Yeah. We want fat brain stuff. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Especially after the US. Jesus. All that food. Oh, I'm yeah. like black belt up out of my ass. <laughs> Good. Oh my God, dude. But uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, but yeah, all of that's really, I think, really cool topics as well, because everything that we do and talk about mm -hmm. directly carries over into those sports. And I think a I mean, lot of it, these guys are missing a trick, even if it's the, the you know, they don't want to go down the, the you know, the, the the drug side of things if mm -hmm. they still need to make you know pass drug tests there are so many epic options. oh i made a whole video right about mm -hmm. a wider approved doping stack of 2024 it's not even 2024 yet but the, the drug stack is already out you know i met uh, dr aaron de souza in uh, bangkok i mean this guy is gonna fucking destroy the olympics dude i spoke to him the other day and he's yeah. like you interested oh, you yeah. want to compete and i'm like hmm, well, you know, is there gonna be boxing and he's like yeah you want to do it? And I'm like, oh, if you go against vet veteran boxers that have access to PEDs, it's, I, I wouldn't do it. Oh, They'll probably get pummeled. Great. You'll get pummeled. I'm going to fight Bob Sapp or someone like that. I can put you in touch with Bob Sapp. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't care if I get pummeled. I want to get pummeled by Bob Sapp. The guy's a legend. So, so in, in Bangkok, there's this uh, fight circus, right, that I mentioned. Yeah. That Bob Sapp actually competes there. I'll link his, their Instagram down below. So there's fight circus and Bob Sapp competes in that. 
And it's a lot of fun, you know, to have it in Phuket in Bangkok once in a while. just like throw around dwarfs and stuff yeah. like that, right? Yeah, it's just pure it's entertainment. Just like entertainment it's, yeah, so, but it, there's some serious fighting going on. So there's like two against one or bops up against like an army of midgets. Or like two kids versus their teacher and yeah. stuff like that, right? right. Yeah, something <laughs> like that. Yeah, or just some sort of uh, Halloween. Uh, but it's pretty fu- fucking fun. So yeah, we should definitely go one time and I'll put you in touch with all these people because... Uh, oh, dude. Bops up is a unit up. though. Yeah, he is. He's a legend. I'd love to get punched in the face by Bob Sapp. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bob, if, if you're I'm, watching. If I end up looking like this and I'd be like, yeah, oh, Bob Sapp yeah, did this. Bob, if you're watching, just, just yeah. I'm a human heavy bag, mate. Take yeah. the app. <laughs> Go for it. It would be my honor <laughs> to get the shit kicked out oh, of me by Sapp. Yeah, you'll probably turn into my color. You know, I bet he's still points. massive as well. He is, yeah. That guy's just a genetic, yeah, legit superhuman. Yeah, he's gigantic. So much fun. It was pride in K1 days. Mm-hmm. Still yeah, does so. the fights, expose fights in Japan. He goes oh, there all the does, time. Yeah. Yeah, he's a legend. Do. He's a god there. No, I know. That's why he stays in Thailand because yeah. it's a little bit Just away from all that. Yeah, yeah, it's too much. He comes here to kind of kick back and relax and then he goes to Japan and, you know, it was a lot of fun. Make some good money. What a dude. Yeah. What a guy. Bob Sapp, what a legend. Yeah, legend. And he was like a full blown uh, NFL superstar before that as well, wasn't he? Yeah, he was good in all the sports that he participated in. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, this is life in Thailand, guys. A lot of awesome. cool people here. Some cool people. Yeah. What do you think about the cool. Mr. Olympia? Yeah, it's all right. Meh. It's all right. It's all right. They will look a bit small. Yeah. Oh, come on. <laughs> like, if you have a, Samson Dowd has something else, man. They're big. There was a, that was a big lineup. A few yeah. weird placings that I will talk about, which I mm. thought were a bit odd. But yeah, overall, I mean, yeah. That top three was killer. It was, a f- it was fun to watch. Yeah, I feel bad for Nick Walker because I saw him like yeah. 10 days before he stepped on stage. I saw him at Torture Gym, very focused, very dialed in, so we didn't really get a chance to talk. And then apparently the day after, or that day that I saw him, uh, he tore his hamstring, and he still didn't know what it was. Was it posing? Was it training? And it just got progressively worse and worse and worse. And by the time he was at the Mr. Olympia, fully weekend, fully fucked up and, and water attentive, and he couldn't even walk. And then he had a... Another hamstring or a calf strain, so the guy could barely stand up. Yeah. He's in a wheelchair. Yeah, so you know, it was in a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. Such bad timing. I feel so sorry for him. Yeah, because he looked good. Oh, he looked good when he I looked, saw him in the gym. He he looked you know, he looked like he was gonna make some people cry. I think he would have been moved around a lot in that top five in that first call out. There, there would have been some switching going on because there's a few sure. poses there, which he is very dominant. Yeah, and one thing I did notice. Mm-hmm. Is Nick's very hard, very sharp and very hard. When I saw him at the gym, he was like fucking hard as nails. And right. that's, that's in the middle of the day with some fluid in you. So, you and, know, and I know, I, I think only Hardy could match that. Yeah. And, and, the other, like Derek and Samson were full mm-hmm. and they were lean and they were full, but they don't think Hardy was by far the hardest. Yeah. That granite. Mm-hmm. That granite look. Yeah. Especially on the second day. And Nick has that granite look. Yeah. And that can be very dangerous. Could have even been second. Or first, know. who knows? You never know. Never we'll, know. We'll have to wait another year and find out. But mm-hmm. what do you think were the overall results are from where you were sitting? Because you were there. I think it was fair. Yeah. yeah, I think it was fair. I mean, Derek looked good both days. Of course, from the front, he's not as impressive as uh, Hadi Chupan. But Hadi Chupan was off at prejudging. He had a little bit of a distension. He had his watery back, which got worse and worse and worse. Probably stressed out of his mind. Um, but he did get better. Throughout he the did night. get better. He yeah. was the hardest at the end of it. He looked the best at the end. Yeah, yeah, because Samson Dada was fading a little bit, especially sweating on both nights. He's a big guy. So he's, he's, yeah, and, uh, you know, the, what is he on stage? Three? Is he three hundred on stage? I think he's three hundred on stage. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. what? It's not a Ronnie Coleman three hundred, or at least not yet. I mean, not yeah, but it's on its way, isn't it? I mean, that much back, once that back sort of gets that like shelf, yeah, that thickness, mm-hmm. it's there. Yeah, that's, give that's, it that's Ronnie. Or, give it one or two years. So, I mean. You know, with Derek, he was just the most consistent in that back double bicep back lot yeah. spread that's, uh, you know, that's Phil Heath levels. I mean, it's beat. insane. It's insane. And then, of course, you expose other people who are not as dry or, or slightly off uh, from the back. But then again, from the front, I mean, Hadi uh, yeah. was, you know, one of Lights the best out. guys. And then, you know, there's something to say for some Samson Dowdus poses, especially from the side. Mm. So, I mean, it's tough. But, you know, eventually you got to pick a pick a winner. And uh, I, I think it was Derek's turn. So Derek closed the door on Hari Chupan on the first night. And then on the second night, Hari Chupan caught up to him, but I don't think he was significantly better 
compared to Derek because Hadi Chopin on the second night on uh, Saturdays looked very similar to the year before, whereas Derek was improved a lot. And Samson Dada was improved a lot, a lot, a lot compared to last year's Olympia. I mean, he jumped, what, from seventh to third? So that's the only way you got to look at it. Because, yeah. uh, you know, the argument now is you have to beat, beat the champ to be the champ. You yeah. have to really beat the champ. And the argument is, are two poses from the back enough to knock the champ off? No. But no, when the champ really, is off. But when you look at, like, then you take into account the shock factor of progress made. Mm -hmm. That can make a huge difference. And and Heidi Chupan is compared to his previous uh, Olympia title, which if you're show up worse, then you're not closing the door on anybody. You're opening the door for Derek to walk through. I haven't seen any direct comparison pictures. Is no, he that far different? I thought he was better. From You mean from prejudging to finals or compared to the year before? Compared to the year before. From the back, from the, he was bigger and harder, yeah, but from the back, he was softer, and that counts, yeah. you know? So you have to look into the total picture. So if you look into the total picture, I would say that Hadi was a little bit worse compared to last year, um, except when you look at the Friday or the Saturday finals where he was similar, yeah, albeit maybe a little bit bigger. Then again, in the back of your head, you're like, oh, he was worse than last year, and Derek is so much improved. And again, you know, emotion plays a factor into that as well. Yeah, someone mentioned something about his posing as well. He, he didn't seem to be really like into it like Derek was. So yeah, Derek was really into it. Samson these, was really into it. I mean, it all influences the judges, doesn't it? So. Both of them had killer posing routines. I mean, Derek, I got goosebumps, and and Samson Dowda especially. I got goosebumps when they were posing. Sounds gay as fuck, but you're a bodybuilder, so you know you love this shit. Yeah. And then Heidi was just walking, asking for, uh, you know, applause, which, you know, I mean, you can do that, but it, 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 that might be another, you know, tack off your uh, final placing. So yeah, bet your ass next year, you'll have a routine. Yeah, I hope so for him. Yeah, I mean, if he can come back because he walked off stage, which I, I think is way blown way out of proportion. Massively. Jeez. I mean, I was, guy just lost the title. For what that means to him in his country, he's a, mm. he's a god there. Yeah. He's not a, he's not the champion of an underground sport. He is a god amongst men of the national for the sports, whole basically. nation. Yeah. So it's a little bit different, and I'm sure a lot of people backstage for that whole two days were saying, "You've got this. This is still yours." And then, to, yeah, then it's highly disappointing. But and then, but, but and I mean, he, when they called it, he still went up to Derek. He still hugged him. Yeah, he did everything right. He took, and obviously took the emotions picture. were just building up and he had to leave the stage. Yeah, or he thought they were done. And then, no. you know, yeah, no, maybe. he said done at that stage. Yeah, maybe Because he not. took the medal off Yeah, quick. he took the medal off. He was I think done, it was right? all very emotional. Yeah, probably. It's the biggest show and the biggest stage in the world. Give the guy a break. Yeah. It's not a big deal. Everyone's blowing it up like, oh, so disrespectful. Dave Palumbo calling out for punishments and stuff. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> An idiot. That's Dave. The though. guy is with one of the the, the miss, ex Mister Olympia, one of the greatest bodybuilders to ever walk the planet. Mm. He, he, how can you even try to comprehend how that guy's feeling? You've never even you've not even never, close. <laughs> never even come within. A, yeah. you're never close. You don't know what it's like to lose mm. that title, to lose something like that. Just shut up and let the guy yeah. get on with it. It's I mean, no big deal. And look at when Ronnie won and Phil Heath, uh, or when Ronnie lost and Phil Heath lost, right? I mean, these guys were visibly upset. Yeah. And when you look at their faces, they're ready to walk off stage also, you know? So, plus he didn't walk off stage right away. It's not like he, uh, yeah, he, he took the- Throw his medal. Throw his medal uh, right into <laughs> Steve Weinberger's face and then walked off stage. I yeah, mean, he took totally, the pictures and just walked off stage prematurely. Just totally blown out of proportion. Yeah. yeah. Totally blown out. Let okay. the guy have his, a moment, for Christ's sake. Yeah. You, never, you don't know what's going through his head. No. Everyone responds differently to these things. And apparently when he lost to Flex Lewis in the Korea Pro, uh, he was banging his head against the wall backstage also. Like he was so you know, disappointed. You know, the so. guy, I mean, you see the guy, how he trains. and mm -hmm. how, I mean, when you live and breathe something yeah. and you reach the pinnacle and it's taken away from you, when you think you have won it, mm -hmm. you know, that can be but a massive, massive shock. It's not like when you saw Phil win for the first time. Jay knew he was going to win it. Yeah. Right? And he, he was... No, it was very off. Yeah. Hands in the air, hugging him like, you know, you're but, the man, you earned this, you yeah. deserve this. But that's Jay. Jay is the consummate professional, uh, you know, of before he won and when he won and after he, after he lost. That so. close. Yeah. When it's that, that close. I mean, 
I mean, what's the other one? What was the most recent one before that? Sean and Phil. Mm-hmm. Phil knew he lost. You know, yeah. it's different. If it was like, oh, that could have gone the other way kind of thing. No, it was sweating. It might have been a total... in there, a little bit of uh, chest injury. But the reaction might have been a lot different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The reaction this time is because it was that close. It yeah. was that close. And in his mind, he probably won it. And it might have felt like a little bit of a robbery by the American hero. Yeah. The Americans, America loves an American hero, right? Mm-hmm. Derek Lunsford is the poster boy American hero. No, 100%. Right? He's yeah. a God-fearing, Christian, married, you know, married wife, kid, on the way. kid on the way. It's like the, it's, it's like it's the most, if, yeah. didn't, if you didn't know that it was real, you would think it was some scripted AI bullshit. Yeah, him right? and Jacob it's are like, like the, the perfect, perfect story. Yeah, the perfect story. Right? Yeah. So, you know. You got to think about all these things come into in, into his mind, and mm-hmm. he might he might have felt just he was devastated. Obviously, yeah, so give the guy a break for Christ's mm-hmm. sake. Dave Palumbo, punish the punish him. Shut up, bloody moron. It's just for views. Oh, yeah, for it's view. just clickbait. I yeah, guess. It's just what I will say is that I do think that Heidi Chupan at one point, or actually he should have done this weeks ago, is address his fans not to send death threats to Steve Weinberger. He already did. Didn't he? I, I'm not sure. I haven't. Yeah, seen Yeah, he it. was like a day after. Really? He's like, calm down, you know, oh, chill out. He? Yeah, yeah. He, he, I think he made a big statement Cause, uh, thing. Because the Iranian fans that took down fucking Derek Lunsford's Instagram and yeah. his wife's Instagram, and he tried to, and I think Steve Weinger's Instagram, they all took it down. Well, that's, a, that's some hardcore fans, so you yeah. you, know, you, take, you have to take that into account. Mm-hmm. It's not like American fans where they just, you know, the minute you lose something, they hate you. Yeah. You know, and it's like, it's just trolls mm-hmm. online. In, in Iran, it's the national sport. He is... Yeah. The he is the god amongst men. There, he's worshipped more than anyone else in that country. And then there's some political turmoil there with the history between right. Iran and America. It's so the last thing they need is you know yeah. they, they, that win last year was an, a massive thing for them, mm-hmm. for the nation, for the people. People have got to think about all of this stuff before they start saying, "Oh, Hardy walked off stage. He should be punished." Shut up. But also, you know, you Put should address your fans as, as fast as possible, not to take people's Instagram down and send death threats right <laughs> which i believe flex lewis also got back in the day when he uh beat the uh, chupan so right damage control is i think that that's the consummate professional uh direction in my opinion yeah i mean but even no matter what he says the fans are still going to go hard well they, those yeah. those fans go hard they'll probably they, go less hard if you address it you know yeah which but i, I think he did like i said they, he, he, he did, did make it, he yeah. did make a post yeah he it definitely must did. have been in persian oh it was yeah <laughs> of course it was yeah. But he definitely did make a, a statement and a post and things yeah. like that. But there were a good amount of Iranians at the Mr. Olympia. They were pissed. Yeah, I bet. I bet they were. <laughs> they were not happy. I bet they were not they happy. They just they they. Yeah. You think you love bodybuilding? Mm-hmm. No, you don't. Not compared to an Iranian dude. No. You think you love your favorite bodybuilder? Not compared to Iranians. No. Hardy. It's on another level. And it's been going on for days. I mean, I, I remember at the World Championships in two thousand nine. Yeah, 2009, and the Iranian fans I met there, and they were fucking fanatical, you know? They were very cool, though. They let me sit with them. Yeah. Because I thought my back was too big. <laughs> so your back's too big. You got to sit with us, otherwise we can't see. This <laughs> is hilarious. <laughs> nice people, though. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, but it was a crazy Mr. Olympia. Yeah, I think next time, either get a gold VIP ticket, or I'm not going to get a ticket at all to finals, because at silver seating, you still don't see anything. I still have to watch the screen. Yeah, I didn't realize. If, I thought that you would be like... I you thought know, I'd be in the front. Four or five rows back at the most. It's 14 rows, dude. Yeah, that's wild. Especially yeah. for the price. I mean. Yeah. But in Vegas again next year, right? And it's yeah. a new venue? So the venue will be uh, the Las Vegas Convention Center, which is, uh, you know, close to, um, what is it? Uh, Resorts World. And the Resorts World is very cool. But I was there a couple of weeks ago and it's fucking dead in there. Like there's no shops. Half the shops are closed or, uh, you know, bottomed up and... Because it's so north of the strip that a lot of people just simply don't make the excursion. Mm. It's still a nice place, though. It's clean. You know, good, a couple of good restaurants. They got eight lounge, which is a cigar lounge, was good. And uh, but you know, if they get if you know they got some time to kind of start that, you know, as a as a spectator, you don't have to stay in a host hotel. But of course, it's good to stay as close to the venue as possible because then you can walk. But there's a couple of close hotels on the other side of the strip. I'm not going to stay in the strip anymore after. Go 
going there with the Formula One uh, changes. I mean, and I've seen everything on the strip already, so I'm kind of done with that area. But I think get a little Airbnb just outside. Yeah, I get an Airbnb. I'm, next time I go to the US, just Airbnbs, man. I got to cook my own food. I yeah. mean, my blood work is fucking terrible. And that's with modifying orders, you know? That's because you're eating the modified beef burgers. No, no, no. It's just the American food. It's terrible for your health, man. But it's the same in Thailand, you know? That's why I cook all my own meals here. Yeah, well, same everywhere. Yeah. So are you yeah. finally going to come then next year? Yeah. Better. It's closer. It's not as yeah, far as Orlando. Orlando. I was watching it, and I'm like, should have just, should have just went. Yeah. Should have just spent the money and gone. Should have had it. Yeah, we would have had a lot. Of, a I lot knew of I'd regret it. I and then you I could would. have tagged along too. We'll go to Universal Studios and Disney World. Yeah. Yeah. You would have been. Well, smallest. by the time it happens next year, I'll be a pro. Yeah. You so, better. No, I will be. Okay. Good. Without, without a doubt. So, um, yeah, you know, I'll hopefully have a good, more of a reason to go there and mingle. Mm -hmm. but yeah i'll definitely be there it's fun year. i can't fun. i can't hold off any longer now and especially as it's in vegas the missus really wants to go to vegas as mm -hmm. well and you know so it'll be a great experience all around a lot of cool places to visit in vegas yeah well i've been there yeah but she's never been there well, the last time you were in vegas you were what 21 18 i was oh, no i was 26 26 26 okay. so it's close to a decade ago 26 or 28 something like that it was uh, but it was amazing. It was mm. really cool. Just, yeah, incredible place. Yeah. A lot of fun. Spent far too long there. Spent way too much money. Well, that's what Vegas is all about. Why do you think I spent so much money in America? Yeah. It's mostly in Vegas. I know why But a lot of shopping, though. Like, dude, I, I, I did... Outlet malls in Vegas? Holy shit, dude. dude. It's, it's great. Yeah. I bought, like, thousands... Well, not thousands, but I bought a lot of new pairs of shoes, a lot of clothes, and 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 so we had to send, like, 30 pounds of luggage back home like all the stuff that i didn't need because detroit and chicago were so cold so all the cold you know the winter clothes i kind of sent back or for me winter clothes it's like summer clothes for the local people they're walking in t-shirts but i'm so used to thailand that i need to wear a jacket and shit so i send all that stuff home and old shoes and then i uh, i kind of wore all the new stuff yeah <laughs> we we sent like 30 pounds back and then if you pay the uh, the shipping forwarder so it's <laughs> spent like 200 dollars in fucking shipping and then you're like did I did I save two hundred dollars on the outlet stores, or did I save less money and now I'm actually spending more? So anyway, yeah, no, I got, no, my no. my wardrobe is well stacked. It's now stacked, stacked. Yeah, I can't wait. I remember when we went to the outlet malls. I went hard. Yeah, I go to the hard. north north one though. The south one is kind of boring. It's just I can't remember. Plus the north one is a cheesecake, and bag. everything was like two for one. Yeah, like buy a pair of shoes, get another one for it. So yeah. okay. Sure. Yeah. And just the, get everything. And, and the salespersons are really nice. So I, I wanted to buy a pair of shoes from uh, Michael Kors, which is one I uh, bought last year. And that, that shoe I wear all the time and it still looks good. So I wanted to buy a new pair because it lasts, obviously. And I got a fat discount for like $125. So I go to the Michael Kors store. No cool shoes. <laughs> and then the guy found some sort of uh, cool shoe in the back, like perfectly my size. Yeah, we still got this one. 50 bucks. <laughs> like sold. Sold you fucking asshole. Bucks. That's what you you pay for the fake ones on the market scene. Yeah. It's wild. American shopping is the bomb. Exactly. So if you go to Vegas and you spend a lot on the hotel and the food and, and the gambling and whatever else, you can totally break even by shopping even more <laughs> and then saving like 50% or, or 30% or 25% at the outlet mall. Because, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm stacked for the next year. I don't need to go shopping in Thailand in any way, shape, or form. Can't anyway. Nothing fits. Yeah. <laughs> Give it up now. <laughs> Shopping trips don't happen. It's just to, straight to the restaurants now. It's yeah. Like walking around the malls, just constantly being so, disappointed. So one week from now, uh, Cheesecake Factory will open up. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go, Cheesecake Factory. All right. So we're going either Saturday or Sunday. Just in time for my next cycle bulk to start. <laughs> start so you're going to ruin all your insulin sensitivity with the Instantly, Cheesecake Factory. Cheesecakes, yeah. First day, yeah. <laughs> I'll take two, please, and then, uh, you know, fuck, yeah. copy some as a mid-foreman. Uh, Mid-meal slim breaks. Liam, uh, <laughs> I got to go to the bathroom. She's do it here. <laughs> Bam. <laughs> Fucking humor log straight to the, you know, straight okay. to the ab veins. Going hard. Yeah. Can't wait. <laughs> but yeah, that's a nice little Brucey bonus to Bangkok, that's for sure. Yeah. So apparently we the, they don't do reservations, so we got to do walk-ins. Reservations. Yeah, but then otherwise you stand there and fucking uh, You get big people hour. special treatment. Oh, we'll go with a group of 12. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we need a bigger table. Yeah. We're going to need a bigger yeah, table. Yeah, we're going to need a bigger table for that. Yeah. No, it'll be fun. It'll be good. Yeah. So we'll vlog that because it's a vlog worthy. Yeah, it is. 
And then, yeah, and then let's see if those cheesecakes in Thailand are the same size, the same 1,200 to 1,500 calorie cheesecakes that they have. I imagine they've got that stuff all like the same everywhere, right? Yeah, you would the think rep, they you, would, you would think so. Yeah, you would think so. But then again, you know, two Thai people probably can't even finish one cheesecake at Cheesecake Factory because cheesecakes in Thailand are like little tiny snacks. This size, this is size. a cheesecake. It's like it's literally something you can throw against somebody and, and kill them. You know, it's a liability. Yeah. Those it cheesecakes. was a slab. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you so go buy a pack of butter and it has less calories than a cheesecake. <laughs> dude, I like, dude, I like a kilo each. Yeah, no, I remember we we did one in Dubai. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is this is cheesecake. This is a proper yeah. slice of cheesecake. Yeah. And they got every flavor you can imagine. Mm. Oh, good times! Can't wait. I hope they can bring peppermill over. That's even better. <laughs> but peppermill is only one. That's in Las Vegas. So that's. Cheesecake Factory and, and Peppermill, that's like the one of the primary reasons to go to Vegas. All the Americans are cringing right now, but, yeah. you know, simple Europeans. You I know, hit the Gordon Ramsay restaurants last time as well. Yeah, those were good. But the, the Gordon Ramsay hamburger good. has gone downhill since last year. But don't tell him that. Yeah, well, fair, fair enough. But it's probably also because I had that top three hamburger of my life the, literally the day before. Uh, when I met Chase Iron, so you oh, know, well, maybe that's, yeah. that's probably one of the reasons. Also, yeah. so me and Chase, we had the, you know, um, we went to, to train at his, uh, uh, you know, private gym. Then we did a podcast together, and then we went out to dinner. We drove around Chicago. We went out to dinner that I, I can't remember. Chase, please remind me in the comment section if you're watching. Um, went to that restaurant, fucking fancy as shit, you know, guys dressed up with ties and super friendly attitude and. Uh, we had the best hamburgers of my life. And then the next or yeah, the, the next day I flew to Las Vegas, picked up my wife at the airport, and then we went straight to Gordon Ramsay hamburger. And it was mildly disappointing, but not as disappointing as In N Out Burger. Yes, yeah, so I'm surprised about that. I mean, but were you judging it compared to this other mega burger you're talking about? Or were you I don't judging know, it I was from just a, expecting a, a lot. fast food? I was burger. just expecting more because I mean people t- rave about In N Out Burger and, and um, you know, five guys. Right, and it's it's like the best burgers ever, and you go there, and it's kind of meh. Eh. I think those people are comparing it to McDonald's, though. Yeah, but in which I case it's not hard to beat, is it? No, no. Even yeah. Burger King is better so maybe than on the scale of like fast food style burgers, it might be considered really good. But burgers, burgers, when we're talking like so, get a gourmet so, burger. So what do we have? We have Carl's Jr. We have McDonald's. We have In and Out. We have uh, Five Guys, Burger King. Do we have Five Guys here? Uh, no, no. No, we had a Carl's Jr., but I think they all went bankrupt. Those were good. I had a Carl's Jr. in Japan. Yeah. It was like Burger King, but a bit better. Yeah. Yeah, so if you have to rank them, McDonald's is definitely at the bottom. So I don't know what Dave Plumbo is. Wendy's. Yeah, Wendy's and Denny's, but those are not really hamburger places. Those are diners, so they have a boatload of stuff. And I went to Denny's actually a couple times in this trip to the U.S. Yeah, because they modify orders, so you can actually make it good. Did you go IHOP? No, I didn't go to IHOP. I went to, dude, I went to one IHOP close to our hotel in Orlando, and I came there. It's like a bomb went off. Oh, really? Dirty and people sleeping on the couches. I'm like, okay, fuck this. I'm not taking my wife anywhere close. (laughs) Plus, we have IHOP in Thailand, so why bother? Not anymore. That closed down as well. Closed down as well. Yeah, I was looking for it. I was all excited. Dude, it needed your business. Closed. So yeah, and why go to IHOP? But Denny's has pancakes also, which were actually pretty good. Yeah, but, but maybe that's got why my places here for breakfast. Maybe though. that's why my cardiac markers were so fucking <laughs> off, and my C-reactive protein was elevated because all the Denny dinners. Did you get your serum breakfast levels checked? I should have. Yeah, <laughs> I think yeah, the consistency of your blood is a gravy. Yeah, ninety-seven <laughs> percent bacon. Yeah. I don't know. You're still alive. <laughs> Fuck. America. Yeah, America. Yeah. Then again, you know, when you go, when I went to Japan and you ate the typical food there, it's also terrible. You know, yeah, well, here, really? Dude, it was so greasy in Japan. And what were you eating? Oh, sushi. Have, like, the healthiest food in the world. Sushi, but also some ramen. Lowest and, rate of, you know. Heart yeah. disease and all of that. Kobe beef. Kobe beef is pretty good, though. Yeah. Fuck, man. It was so expensive. It was so expensive. Like butter. <laughs> Actually, it's not that fatty, the other Kobe beef that we have. I mean, it was seven grade marbling, but it was not as fatty as I expected. The Wagyu was more fatty. Oh, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So after the best uh, steaks of my life in Kobe beef, after the best hamburgers with Chase Irons, I can't go out anymore. I have to do Cheesecake Factory. Has to be the good places. Well, that's like good enough. 
Fucking high maintenance. Yeah. Jesus. I like a good food meal, you know? <laughs> I've been all over the world. I got to eat right. There you go. We could, yeah. 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 So we'll do definitely do Cheesecake Factory. Yeah. And then we got to hit Phuket somewhere uh, early next year. Yeah. Yeah. I've got to go early January because mm-hmm. George St. Pierre, GSP, the GOAT, mm-hmm. is doing a big seminar at Bangtao. Oh, really? And I ain't missing that. Right. I'm not much of a fighter, but I'm going to see GSP. Is that is that Legend. is Dave organizing that? Yeah. Ah. Yeah, so that'll be a bang tail Muay Thai gym. Can we talk about can US... we talk about that publicly? Yeah, it's all advertised. All right, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's all advertised and stuff. You can okay. go on the Bang Tao uh, Muay Thai gym uh, Instagram and mm-hmm. click the links and you can book your tickets for it now. It's only like hundred bucks. Oh. Hundred bucks for a whole day seminar with GSP. That's like, that's pretty cheap. A legend. So, yeah, in my opinion, that's worth every single penny. So Maybe I can do a jerk seminar at the same time. <laughs> yeah. You want to fight like this guy? Yeah. Let's look at yeah. what he was Mildronate, taking. Mildronate, bitch. <laughs> that Red was Felipe UFC before, uh, before USADA. Yeah. When everyone was looking surprisingly good. Oh, USADA backed out of the UFC. They did now. Well, those UFC sacked him off, didn't they? Yeah. Because they were doing some of, they were being a bit unfair with Connor. They're or being something. corrupt pieces of shits? I don't know. I don't know the whole story, but. Let everyone take what they want to take. Jeez. I think Wada Usada are worse than, uh, you know, Boring. tax departments. Boring. <laughs> Boring. Fucking party poopers yeah, is yeah. what they are. Yeah, not really, though, because it's just an IQ test and beating it is pretty easy. Plus, it's mad inaccurate. It's just crap, isn't it? I don't yeah. get it. It's a skill-based sport. Drugs don't make you more skilled. They mm. just make you fight harder and faster for longer. Plus, entertainment value will go up, yeah. Better for the fans. And better to make money. Yeah. And imagine... At the end of the day, the best skilled fighter is still going to win. Yeah. You know? I, I don't know. I imagine imagine with the enhanced games, if they have like performance medicine, right? Make it a little bit, sound a little bit nicer. And then I had this conversation with Dr. Ernest Souza. So I imagine you have the enhanced games and then you have, instead of performance enhancing drugs, you have performance medicine or cognitive enhancing medicine. And then Bayer... And Ellie Lilly. Well, the sponsors. All, all the sp- uh, sponsors. Like, Why not? This is what our drugs are capable they of. They would be crazy and, not to. And then in the context of anti-aging and overall health performance and longevity outcomes, I mean, yeah. And if there's no drug testing, then who the fuck cares, right? Hell yeah. I mean, Bayer, I'm joining the Olympics. Yeah, No, it's not the Olympics. It'll be the enhanced games. Yeah, but it will take over the Olympics because it'll be way cooler. Yes. All the records will get yes. broken. Yes, they will. Yes, they will. I don't think it's long. <laughs> There's going to be, what you're going to have is all of the guys that are just like one one year too old to make the Olympic team because of some young, young politics, gun coming up. Yeah, and politics. politics. Yeah. Uh, the Olympic, the, the time that you have on the Olympic teams in most sports is pretty short-lived, mm-hmm. right? Because there's, there's just a constant conveyor belt of young talent coming through. Yeah. So all of those guys that are just just that little bit past it, but still like 0.4 freaking fractions of a second away yeah. from record still, mm-hmm. are now like, well, I can't make the Olympic team, but I can get juiced up and do do this instead. The, the they weird, will smash records. The weird smash thing all is, the records. Yeah, the weird thing is I've helped people try to get into the national teams in various sports, mm. but some of them are a little bit older. And then even if they beat all the younger guys, yeah. they still don't get at it. Yeah. Because by the time the, the Olympics are, we're three or four years ahead, and they feel that they're not going to perform two or three years from now, even though they're beating all the young guys. Mm. Like they, they hire you on potential and probably obedience, which is the same as that they're doing in the national teams for the bodybuilding shows here in Asia. They hire you on obedience. And this is why all the, you see that it's a whole, world, world championships whole PR is thing, right? failing now, right? It's the whole PR see thing. See all those cool athletes of Thailand that moved to IFBB? Yeah. Yeah. Good. I don't know. Can we talk about that? Can no. Talk about that? But yeah, people yeah, doing good. different things. I'm just happy that these guys are finally getting their pro cards now. Yeah. yeah. And not wasting their time yeah. in other places. Yeah. Yeah. Get after it. Get after it. Get exactly. after it. Exactly. For sure, because yeah. there's some real talent there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So a shout out to all the, those guys. What else are we missing? It's pretty much it, man. That's all I did. I mean, I went to the US for a month. Um, it was fun, but not. I'm not going to go that long. And you were a month of steady gains. Yeah, I didn't go anywhere and just got big as usual. <laughs> I just got bigger. I just got bigger. <laughs> just keep doing that over and over again. My life is the same. Uh-huh. Uh Yeah. And in January, what was up? When is this seminar in January? Oh, 
GSP is the first couple, mm. within the first couple of weeks. We might as well start planning for that. Friday the nineteenth of January. Okay. GSP Bangtel. Muay Thai MMA gym. Yeah, let's get some tickets. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. It'll be fun. And I want to go back down there anyway, get some nice Phuket vibes. That Bangtou area is really nice and mm. chill. Get me good good vibes. It's good to drive around with a motorbike, have fun. But this time we're not going to do the 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 fucking 125cc bikes anymore. We're going to do the 150. Let's get Harleys, bro. Yeah, or get Harleys. Yeah, why, Harleys. why not? Yeah. Big enough for Harleys. Yeah, bro. get some proper uh, fucking stuff. People would laughing at me now on this bike. Oh, really? Well, not they've always laughed at me. Oh, yeah, my They're always bike. laughing at He's me. He's driving on, on my old bike, the little yellow one. Little, little bumblebee. Yeah. Still going. It's still going, but you're, I mean, you're way too big for that thing. You're gonna, top heavy. I'm going to have to get, I have to keep pumping up the tires and keeping on the suspension. Those tires and. That yeah. thing still keeps going. I'm going to sell that thing. I'll probably get like 5,000 baht for it. I don't know if it will handle me at 140. I'll just buy it off you. It should, no, it should be. I'll it buy it off you and I'll gift it to someone. It, it should be. Just, I, I sat on that at 120 kilos with, when my wife was 65. So that's like well, 185. Yeah. And that still worked. Plus, I've sat on there at 120 and dropped you off at 120. So Yeah, true. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> Two big body butters yeah. on a tiny bike. Yeah. That thing's a war machine, man. Yeah. It's a good bike. It survives good even though the flooding and stuff. Dude, it's like a jet ski. Transforms. Yeah. Bumblebee. Transforms. My new Inmax can't survive the, the flooding. It goes oh, into Bumblebee. the water and then <laughs> no can't even go past gear one. <laughs> no, it's, terrible. It's cool. Terrible, terrible. So I guess we'll wrap it up here then. Yeah. All right. Let's catch up. Guys, uh, if you are interested in the um, last day of uh, what is the Black Friday sale. Black Friday Again, the links are down below. Right, if you want to support Aaron, use his link and discount code. If you want to support me, use my code and uh, link. And uh, save yourself 30% off the entire inventory plus seven new items. Yep. Um, all new products, new flavors, all that good stuff. Loads of stuff. Right. I like the sauna t-shirts. Did you see them? Yeah. I saw the it. little backdrop t-shirts. For If you know, you know. If you know, you know. If you know, right. you know. But they're, they're cool. Uh, and also the... Sister company, Intelligent Shop. Right. They're doing their Black Friday. Yeah, 30% All of their off. fragrances. If you buy the bundle of all the fragrances, it's 50% off. Oh, wow. Yeah, massive savings. So, yeah, Black that's Friday, a lot. get on it. Yeah, that's a lot. So, get on it. And uh, for now, we're out of time. Thank you so much for joining with me. And uh, we'll see you guys in the next Muscle Nomads dropping very soon. Aaron will probably be a lot bigger and I'll be the same size. Yeah, we're, we're going to have to go widescreen. <laughs> <laughs> see you guys then. <laughs>